You're tuning in to the Raised by Rentals program. This podcast will contain strong language and spoilers for decades-old media properties. Welcome, everybody. This is the podcast where we examine pop culture franchises of the VHS era, improv news stories, and go on long-winded rants about our favorite movies, TV shows, and games. I'm Josh. I'm Mike. And we were raised by rentals. Mike, if there was a thesaurus for Hollywood to use for movie titles, how many words do you think would be in it? Oh, God. I think maybe five at best, and they all start with R. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple of G's in there, right? Like Genesis and Generations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. We'll have, to, we'll have to give that a little subcategory. But yeah, most of them are R words. <laughs> <laughs> we like R words. Raised by Rentals, Rental Rent. I, I like R words. I don't mind so yeah. much. Maybe we, sh- we should call our show like Raised by Rentals Retribution. <laughs> the, the Revenge. <laughs> the Revenge of Raised by Rentals. Uh, raised by Rentals Requiem, The Revenge retribution there we go revelations yes <laughs> <laughs> that would be the sequel they couldn't call it part two it would just be like colon revelations <laughs> <laughs> oh i hate it <laughs> <laughs> so obviously anyone listening to this knows that we are gonna rant about dumb titles or yes. dumb title tropes because i feel like maybe we're just old but <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes <laughs> We're just curmudgeons. Like back in my day, they called title movies with the titles of the just the movie, and you knew what it was. <laughs> it had a number in it. Damn it. Damn it. It was Halloween and Halloween two, and that's all you needed. <laughs> oh, but at the same time, like we're sitting here making fun of movie titles, but like I love all those like old like you know cheesy sci-fi horror movies that were like the son of the return of the bride of. Oh you know? yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, Here's the thing is like you at least knew it was a sequel, but it was it was hard to follow when that once they got past like son of or return of like once you started going like, you know, uh, I don't know, the the ghost of you know the, the creature walks among us like, wait, which part is that? Like it started to get hard to follow. And that that's where my main beef lies with this. Like the, I feel like the Halloween franchise had it right up to part six because at least with every like subtitle they had, there was still a number, <laughs> you know, I knew which order to watch them. in. it's like yeah. ha- Halloween, you know, there was it the return of Michael Myers and the revenge, but it was Halloween four and five. Then we get to six and it's just called Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers. Yeah. So if you're looking <laughs> at them on, a, on, on like a row, it's like, wait a second. Is, is, is that part six? Is, is there a six? What's what's going on? <laughs> like, is this a spinoff? And then you get Halloween H2O, like <laughs> Halloween water. <laughs> right. And then, of course, Halloween's guilty of it. Resurrection is oh. part eight. I fucking hate how much resurrection, retribution and re- Requiem in particular. Requiem bothers yeah. the shit out of me. Especially since, like, what does that even mean? You know, like, I right. know what the word Requiem means. Like, I'm not like i have a good vocabulary right but like why is the like why is it called requiem like why alien, versus, exactly? alien versus predator requiem like who is singing a funeral dirge like there's no requiem happening exactly. what are you talking about it's like <laughs> ooh, it sounds cool no that's I all it, it is that's yeah, all exactly. it is 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle them off, right? I'm gonna rattle them off. So yeah. rebirth, reborn, redemption, reloaded, requiem, resurrection, retribution, returns or return of, revelation, revolution, rise, rising, rise of. That's like twelve right there, I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just the letter R. <laughs> oh my god, it's so irksome. And, and I, I know I've bitched about this on God multiple podcasts at this point, not only on this show, but on the Boogeyman's Closet. I've I've become known as the guy who hates this trope. But stop naming your damn sequels or requels or whatever the same thing as the movie that it's a sequel of. I hate that so oh, much. God. Like, yes, that yes, that has to be <laughs> my my biggest complaint about title schemes ever in Hollywood. Like, I don't care that you're doing a requel. Fine. But if it's going to connect to the previous stuff, give it a different name. You know, if you're rebooting it where it's like we're starting fresh, this is brand new starting point. It's a remake. That's okay. I will give that a pass. Like Rob Zombie's Halloween just being called Halloween. It was a remake. Totally cool. But the 2018 Halloween is a fucking sequel to the 70s Halloween. Don't call it Halloween, especially when you're going to call the sequel to that Halloween kills like, no, what order do I watch these in? Yeah. And it becomes this like, who's on first routine of like, well, what, what's this movie called? Oh, it's called Halloween. Cool. Is there another one? Yeah. The sequel. What's that one called? Halloween. No, no. Like what's the sequel called? Halloween. Like, but wait, what's the first one called? Halloween. Halloween. Uh, Like, but what's this one that Rob Zombie directed? Halloween. Like, (laughs) fuck. Like how many movies are called Halloween? Like, yeah. And, and, And that actually the requel or, whatever you call it where they sort of they sort of reboot or soft reboot a franchise by doing a sequel you know like years later like they do with scream where it's like yeah we're gonna bring it back but we're gonna kind of redo it it's technically it's a sequel but we're gonna retread some of the same ground and like bring in a new audience that right there is the perfect opportunity for you to use something like scream the return right or something like that use one of these stock trope subtitles but the problem is that they don't use them in the situations like that where you need one to differentiate the two screams. But then there's a thousand other movies that are rising and resurrection, redemption, requiem, revolution, whatever the fuck. And like they don't have anything to do with the movie half the time. Half the time. Let's put we'll put, put some money on it. Like right. how many we'll have to do this after the show or see if any listeners want to like contribute some feedback. Like how, how many of these movies with these weird trope subtitles we've mentioned, like bloodlines and generations and Genesis, like how many times does it is it actually like effective to the story or does it is it descriptive of what's happening in the movie? Right. Well, like, OK, uh, take, for example, Hellraiser Four bloodlines. Now, it's just called Hellraiser bloodlines. I wish it was called Hellraiser four because Hellraiser three is Hellraiser three hell on Earth, which, you know, it still got the fucking sequel in the title. Um, but Hellraiser 4 Bloodlines, I will give that one a pass because it does directly deal with the bloodline of uh, LaMarchand, the guy who made the box. So it's like, okay, it's directly following his lineage into the future. Like, so the, the title Bloodline makes sense. However, Hellraiser Revelations, what's being revealed? There's nothing being <laughs> revealed. Yeah, right. What is the revelation that it sucks? We all knew that. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and oh, that shit drives me crazy yeah that series is guilty maybe maybe more than any other series because they have a bloodline an inferno uh <laughs> revelations a 
judgment, you know, like I don't even know how many, I'm sure there's more I can't think of, you know, it's like just random words. Debtor. They have, part (laughs) seven is called Debtor. I'll give him, like, there's no other movie called Debtor that I know of, so, like, I'll give you that, but, like, again, it's just, are they just pointing at the dictionary? <laughs> I, I think so. I, I think they're just opening it up and finding words. <laughs> We're going to get, like, Hellraiser taint one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, Lord. And so, okay, so you're right. Like, the, it's not just that it's annoying, because, well, it is annoying. Let's just be honest. We're old conversions. It's annoying. I want my movie sequels or my movie series to be numbered. Like you don't have to call right. the first, the first one doesn't have to have a number. Obviously it's the first one There might not be a sequel, but then you get a part two, part three, part four, whatever, call it two, three. I don't, fine. Like give me some kind of a numbering system so that we can keep track of it. Like to circle back, like you mentioned, like the, the curse of Michael Myers. I saw that when it came out in the theater in 90, whatever. I can't remember offhand. I remember I was in probably in high school mm-hmm. and I remember going to see it because my friend Frank was a huge uh, Halloween fan and I wasn't a huge Halloween fan at the time. Like I liked the first two and then I just, I didn't watch any of the other ones until like much later, but I went with them to to the theater because I thought, okay, cool. Like I know who Michael Myers is like, how bad can it be? And I'll I'll go hang out, you know? And I was so confused, first of all, about the movie. I mean, it didn't help. I think I had seen part four. Let me, yeah, let me say that. I don't think I saw part five. That's part of why I was confused because it was like a, a story jump. But I was also confused because I didn't know that it was the sixth movie. Like, in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, they made a couple of those, right? What is it, like the third one, the fourth one? I don't know. Like, I, you know, like, I didn't know that there were so many that I was supposed to catch up on first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, to be fair with, with Halloween, like I know there are some releases – that do say Halloween six, the curse of Michael Myers and some that say Halloween six, 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 the curse of Michael Myers. Like, I know that that's a thing, but I I believe that that was more of a VHS box art thing than a, how it was advertised thing. Cause for as long as I can remember, it's always just been Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers. And I, I don't know, like it bugs me when I have to remember like a date, like the, we talked about this before once where where you, you talk about, you know, John Carpenter's The Thing. So it's like, all right, there's The Thing. And then there's the prequel from 2011, The Thing. So I have to <laughs> say, like, okay, well, I'm not talking about the 2011 The Thing. I'm talking about the the John Carpenter 80s The Thing. Like, it's frustrating. Or, like, Ghostbusters, you know? like, mm-hmm. And I understand they tried to do with Ghostbusters, like, they tried to subtitle the, the remake as Answer the Call, which is just a bad subtitle, in my opinion. But yep. it was a good movie. It should have just either been, you know, caught, like considered Ghostbusters as a remake, but it wasn't. It was like this weird requel, rebooty kind of thing where it's like it still somehow kind of ties to the universe, but not really. Like, ugh, why didn't they just call it something else? Yeah. You know, yeah, just either just make it a straight. The point is that just fucking shit or get off the pot. Like, just pick one. If you yeah. want it to be a remake, then let it be a remake. A couple of Easter eggs are cool. Haha, we, we, we laugh at those. But like, just let it be a remake. And then nobody will complain about your title because the right. thing John, John Carpenter is the thing, you know, was a remake. Of course, I know the original title was a little bit different. But like, the point is, yeah. like, no one's going to complain about your title when it's a, a remake or a reboot. Um, you know, the, the Ocean's Eleven example, again, bringing that one up, like nobody bitched. They're like, oh, you could come up with a better title. You know, they right. did for the they did for the sequels because 12 and 13 are stupid titles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but uh, 
Yeah, but then or just let it be a sequel, which would have been my personal preference. Just let it be a sequel, you know, and it's sort of one of those sort of like soft reboot, requel kind of sequels, right. um, you know, which uh, I, I, I mentioned it a hundred times before I mentioned it again. To me, the Friday the 13th reboot was the perfect example of how to do a reboot, yet it's still kind of a sequel and like it could work if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um and I think Ghostbusters kind of worked that way, but yeah, but then they put out Afterlife and now it's even more confusing because yes, obviously Afterlife had a different title uh, and we're kind of getting off topic here, just getting into like continuity, you know, confusion, (laughs) which is probably a different rant. Right. But, but Um, no, that, that's a big part of it is, is the continuity confusion. Yeah. It's a big part of why the titles suck. Like, just tell me what number this is. One, two, three, four, and five. And I know, I know that there's someone out there listening who's like, but you guys don't understand. Like Hollywood has to like sell the movie. And if you put a movie out and you call it, you know, uh, Ghostbusters four, then people are going to be like, well, I haven't seen the first three. And then there's a, there is a, a population of potential viewers who won't see it because they think they need to catch up first. And so they just pick a title and they put the movie out, which is, I guarantee you the logic behind the Halloween and the scream and all these, you know, movies that just use the same title again, because they're going to sort of trick people into thinking it's a reboot. They're going to start from scratch, like that comic book series that relaunches with the number one issue. And you don't need to know anything else, but I mean, you do, you always do. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But no, and, and there, there is a lot to that. Like a lot of the problems with this is because they believe audiences are stupid. And we, we've had that conversation numerous times where it's like, just trust your audience. You know, like don't don't be don't 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 be going think, uh, thinking that everyone going to see your movie is a fucking moron and can't follow and needs everything explained to them. Um, the the titling convention is definitely partially to sell the film and to make you know newcomers be like, oh, I don't need to watch these you know these other movies. So it's it's selling it to the established audience of like, oh shit, there's another screen movie. I'm gonna go see it. I love that franchise, and selling it to the newcomers who are like. Oh, I've heard a scream. Oh, look, it's a new one. So it's a part one. So let's start there. So, yeah, I think there is a lot to that. However, it's really fucking confusing when you're trying to 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 like remember what order they go in. Like, look at the Marvel movies, for example. And mm-hmm. I know they're not sequels to each other, but they all connect. And I cannot tell you how many times I have had friends be like, what order am I supposed to watch these in? And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, shit, that's really hard to figure out. Like a numbering system would have really helped. You know? Yeah. It, even if even it was if just go ahead. I was gonna say, even if it was just like the Marvels, you know, the Marvels one Iron Man, the Marvels two Captain America, what, whatever. If there was just some kind of numbering system so you knew what order to watch them in. Because, again, I had friends that like I was trying to remember what order they were off the top of my head. And I left movies out and then I was like, oh, shit, shit, you got to watch this before you watch that. So you'll understand this part. And it's like it's very frustrating to try to remember it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Marvel tried to break it up into like phases and even I want to say it's on the Disney plus app that way. But don't quote me on it where it's like, okay, so you can watch phase one. So at least it narrows down. Okay, so now I I only have to figure out the order of like six movies instead of like 22 or however many it is now, (laughs) you know. But at the same time, in the theater, again, I can understand, like, you just call it something to get butts in the seats. But I'm a big fan of, like, 
just you can release it in the aftermarket with a different title. Like you mentioned before, like the the Halloween Curse of Michael Myers example, where like yeah, in some places they released it with the six, mm-hmm. so that it, so that they can clear up some of that confusion. So I get it. Get your butts in your seats. But then yeah, when you when you put it out, you know, on DVD or streaming or whatever, like you can call it. You know, whatever the you know the proper number is, or like with the Marvel movies, it would have been really easy, you know, to just uh, to put like a numbering system on it, like you said, like Marvel One, Marvel Two, whatever. And I remember I mentioned the comic book relaunch concept, and I remember that was a really big thing, especially with Marvel in the early 2000s, and I thought it was awesome. So mm-hmm. I had now I'm a huge comic fan, obviously, but I had quit when I was in high school because I was like too cool for comics. Those are for kids, bro. Uh, <laughs> So right. when I got back into comics in uh, in the year 2000, it was like I just went to the comic shop and just started buying random comics, um, the stuff that I recognized or like from creators that I liked. And I knew that I was going to end up reading things that were going to like ruin issues that I missed. And I knew that I would be confused. But I thought I just got to dive in or like I don't, I don't I don't know how to get back into comics at this point because there's there's even with new stuff. It's like there's so many years of continuity with like Marvel, DC and all these like superheroes. And yeah, and there were cases where like I bought the last issue of Alan Moore's top 10 and totally ruined like the final issue, like reveal, because I didn't know that it was the last issue. Right. <laughs> Oops. But I, I gave Marvel a lot of credit at the time because like they were relaunching series with number one or they were doing these like mini series. Like I remember I started reading Deadpool at the time because it was like, oh, a Deadpool number one. That's cool. But then when I looked at it closer, it wasn't a Deadpool number one. It was Deadpool funeral for a freak number one, but it was actually issue, I don't know, 44 or something. And they had both numbers on it where it was like, yeah. okay, so it's the number one. The number one was really big to draw my attention to it. So I picked it up. They successfully got me to purchase it. And it was a new story. Maybe not. I needed, I probably had to have at least some of the backstory, but like, at least I could start somewhere. But then at the same time. Out. Yeah, a jumping on point. At the same time, I knew, okay, well, this is issue, you know, whatever it was, 40, whatever. So I knew if I wanted to go back, I knew what the investment was going to be like. But they did that a lot, like these sort of like series of mini series, you know, and I've always been a big fan of that. Hellboy, BPRD, that they did that famously for a really long time. And I I think that there's a way to do that with movies and the Marvel movies, especially, again, on like the home video release, you know. I think it would it would bother me less if yeah the 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 permanency of you know uh, digital or or you know uh, DVD release if it had a numbering system like in the theater fine whatever it's the newest thing out there it's not like there are you know four other Scream movies competing for Scream five so call it Scream whatever I don't care actually and I, I know I said this before that's the one I will give a pass for using the same title only because they specifically address it in the film which I find funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, do do your own thing with the the uh, naming convention in theaters as far as not giving it a number. But when it comes to to home release, fucking slap a number on it, you know. Because and, and again, it, just as a collector mentality thing, it looks so much better on a shelf when you have the DVDs and it's like you know one through eight or whatever, and and it, and it has all the subtitles. That's fine, but you see the numbers. But it sucks when it's like. Halloween one, two, three, you know, then four and five have their titles. And then Halloween curse of Michael Myers, Halloween H2O, Halloween resurrection, Halloween, Halloween two. It's like then Halloween, Halloween kills. (laughs) It's frustrating. Totally. And I I have a, you know, trade paperback and hardcover collection. And I run into the same problems, you know, where 
what I like to do is I like to separate my books by size because it makes it easier for me to shelve them. So what I mean is like there is a standard comic book size or it's called standard trim, right? You're familiar, standard comic book size. And they print trade paperbacks in that size. That's why it's called a trade paperback because that the word trade represents the, the size of the book, right? As opposed to uh, like a mass market paperback or like a manga paperback or a digest paperback, whatever. Um so I put all of my trade paperbacks together so I have like a whole shelf across the room and it's very satisfying because it's all flat and like lined up nice and neat, you know, uh, yeah. and I love to look at the spines and it's like, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. And then there'll be some random one that like didn't come out on paperback or it doesn't have the numbering system or you know, so it either sticks out because the the spine looks different or like I have to randomly put like the last book on like the, the oversized hardcover shelf because it never came out in paperback or, you know, some <laughs> other weird thing. And it's like, ah, oh, it's so frustrating to me to have to like break the series up because I just want to or to your point, they just the titles are all different. And so I have yeah. I have I have series where. I have like OCD and I'm like, I want to put them all in alphabetical order and like keep them all nice and neat. But then sometimes I just have to say, fuck it, because I want this series to be all together in a row, even though everyone in the series has a different title, you know, right. and, and I don't know what and you have to read them to know what order they go in, you know. Um, right. But yeah. And the cool thing about the the home video streaming is like that becomes the permanent official title. So it, it really does yeah. seem like a fix. Like, yeah, get every, get your butts in your seats with, like, the new Halloween movie. If you're like, oh, Halloween, that's cool. I'll go check that out. And you're not scaring them away with, like, part 14 or whatever, <laughs> you know. Exactly. But then, yeah, it comes out streaming and it's like, you know, Halloween. And then under that, it's like, you know, part seven or, you know, whatever whatever the, the appropriate title should be. So one good one example of that, or a sort of example of that, was when the Harley Quinn movie came out, Birds of Prey, right? Mm-hmm. So the official title and the title on the streaming apps now is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which is a dumb title, but whatever. Like they they were going for something, mm-hmm. you know. And and they could have just called it Harley Quinn. They could have called it Birds of Prey. But I remember, at least in my area where I live, the theaters just had Birds of Prey was the title. It was just Birds of Prey or maybe just Harley Quinn Birds of Prey or some combination. Like they had taken all those other words out of the title or made them so tiny that like you couldn't even see it. And so they were getting people, (laughs) they were getting people to come to the theater by saying, oh, it's the Harley Quinn movie or it's the Birds of Prey movie. But then they went back, they went back and they really like leaned into the original title when they put it out on HBO Max or whatever streaming service it's on. And again, that was kind of cool because like, I don't really care. I'm going to watch it. And I wanted to watch it because it's a Harley Quinn movie because I like that character in other movies. So I want to go see it, you know? Well, and you actually bring up a, something I wanted to bitch about earlier that I totally forgot about. When you're talking about Harley Quinn, it reminded me of, uh, of Suicide Squad, where it's Suicide Squad and its sequel, The Suicide Squad. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're stop right. it. Or The Batman, which isn't a sequel to anything. It's just to differentiate it from yes. other Batmans. In that case, I'll give it a pass because it's like a it's another reboot or whatever. It's okay, starting over. Yeah. But yeah, it's really stupid to have a title that's just the whatever. <laughs> right, because like, I mean, they do like they do connect. They connect very, very loosely, but they do fucking connect. So it's like. I recently watched both of them and Birds of Prey. I kind of I did like the trilogy all together because I wanted to prep for the uh, the Peacemaker uh, show, oh, and yeah, I, I thought the two Suicide Squads fit right together. Like I really thought, yeah, I mean, it's clearly going in a different direction, but like continuity wise, yeah, it all ties yeah. in just fine. You know, oh Predator, 
and the predator, the predator. Is, is another example of that. We talked about that in one of our other episodes. Yeah, I mean, and, and we gave predators a pass, even though I would have liked to see, you know, a three somewhere in there, so we knew it was the third. But predators is a is a interesting naming convention only because it's referring to both the the hunter and the prey, and this both being predators. So I'm like, okay, that's that that's at least interesting. Um, and that the fact that the the new predator movie is, I believe, called the prey. Which yeah. it's like, okay, that that's an interesting naming convention. But again, if it ties into the other movies, what order do you watch them in? <laughs> exactly. Some kind of a number would have helped. Now, I gave Predators the plural a pass because of the connection to the Alien universe. Because Alien and its sequel, Aliens, I right. thought was pretty clever. Like, they were the first ones, or at least the first popular ones to do that. You know, to kind of, and, and that was a cheeky, cool sequel title. Like, I, you know, I, number two would have been nice, but I'll give it to them because it was clever. Right. But see, now, with Alien, at least the rest of the franchise, you know, they... Oh, wait, no, I can't even say it. No, they're guilty of it, too. Because <laughs> they did Alien 3. It, it did say... It had a 3 in the title, but then right to Alien Resurrection. Son of a bitch. Yes. Yeah. Isn't there like a... There's a covenant in there somewhere? <laughs> oh, God. That's the apparently the sequel to Prometheus, which... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Prometheus is supposed to be its own spinoff series that loosely connects. But no, no, no. Let's just go right to Aliens again. I well, and see, this is... And this is weird, because, like, I've seen the movies, and I, and I... I Right now, I'm demonstrating that I can't remember the titles. I can't keep them straight, you know? <laughs> right. And it's like, I, I, I can talk about the Friday the 13th movies, at least the first eight of them. Like, oh, yeah, part seven, boom, this happens. I know everything, and you can tell the story from, like, one to the next to the next. I mean, of course, it helps that I like that series a lot, but it's really easy for me to just go, what what, what movie does that happen in? It happens in the sixth one. And which right. one is the sixth one? The one with the six in the title that, that you watched the other <laughs> five first. Like, boom, easy. It's real simple. You know? <laughs> Even our favorite franchises are guilty of it, because, like, with Friday the 13th, they kept it, you know, they kept yeah. it straight, like, up until part nine. It was like, you know, Friday the 13th, 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Friday the 13th, 7, you know, New Blood. Like, there was a subtitle, but there was the number. Then we get, it, it goes over to New Line, and suddenly it's just Jason Goes to Hell. We drop the Friday the 13th altogether, it's Jason Goes to Hell, and then we continue with the Jason part of the title, with part 10 and at least we have kind of a numbering convention with part 10 because it's jason x <laughs> it's like okay yes well, x 10 whatever um I, I will say i am partial to the 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 cheeky roman numerals like when they when they squeeze the x into a title what is the 10th movie like there aren't a oh, lot yeah. of examples of that you know what i mean but i do like when when you can pull that off yes and but that's the thing again there's still at least in my book that's still a number <laughs> like it counts it's, Definitely a number for sure. Okay, so, okay, so, <laughs> if you have something else to finish, please finish because I feel like I've thought of an example, but I feel like I am about to wind you up and let you go, and it's going to be <laughs> hilarious. So if you're ready, I'll go turn I'll turn the crank because I would like you to explain to me, someone who has not seen all the movies, <laughs> to un to explain to me what order I'm supposed to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies in. Oh, ah. <laughs> okay. So original timeline, uh, it would be part one, then part two, then Leatherface, the, the Leatherface from the nineties, not the 2018 Leatherface, <laughs> then the next generation. So that's the original timeline. 
Uh, then we have the the remake with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 03 and its prequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, which just should ever have happened. Um, but <laughs> so we have those. Then the new timeline, we have the original followed by uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. And then squeezing into that timeline is the 2018 Leatherface, which then we'd put that before the original and we'd watch Leatherface, the original <laughs> Texas Chainsaw, and then Texas Chainsaw 3D. And now the newest timeline is forget those ones and just watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. and or the, I'm sorry, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, okay. So hang on. Let me, so now I'm looking at the list on my screen, right? So I, I, the one I had, the one I never saw was the 2017 Leatherface. By the way, uh, I was just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, so they're guilty of generation. We have the next generation. They're, they're guilty of the beginning, which is another one of those tropes we've seen a thousand times, right? And yep. of course, there's a 3D, which we've seen that goes way, way back, you know. Yep. Um, but they they only numbered one of the movies Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is the only one no three two and three um but then yeah there's this is an interesting one because there is there is Texas Chainsaw Massacre and there's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre but then the original one the word chainsaw is two words so that differentiates it (laughs) (laughs) so there's three movies called Texas Chainsaw Massacre but one of them has a the no Two of them have a the at the beginning. One of them spells chainsaw as two words. <laughs> See, that's weird because I, I have the, the original poster in my room and it says it, it's chainsaws one word. So oh, I don't, I'm just reading it off of the, the official like uh, the official franchise list. I don't know. It's just silly to me. <laughs> Looking at this list, I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. How would I have any idea what if you hadn't explained it just now? <laughs> How would I have any idea? Like, I, I mean, you can watch them in like, I guess, the chronological release order. But then I, I feel like I would be confused because there, there, there's so many like reboots and like prequels and like, you know, fuck that movie. We're doing this one instead, you know, kind yeah. of slide of slide hand moves, which, oh God, OK, we got to have another show where we talk about <laughs> sequel tropes specifically, because I fucking hate sequels that just pretend other movies didn't happen and oh, then, dude, seriously. there's like halloween test chance of massacre it's happened a bunch of times you know like like it's like they're trying to erase movies out of existence instead of you know trying to actually write something that makes sense because as you and i i think have demonstrated like we're not professionals here but i think we've done a pretty good job of telling a bunch of stories off the top of our heads for like right. seven or eight episodes here i think that a professional could come up with a reason to explain a movie away Way, even if one you, you you don't like you know there's all right. kinds of ways to just be like yeah that was some bullshit and like you know you put some dialogue in and you kind of forget about it and you move on just move exactly. on well and that's the thing like I, I again i i know i keep coming back to friday the 13th but also I'll, I'll bring in nightmare on elm street on this both of those franchises are perfect examples of how you continue a franchise you continue the the connective tissue but you still do your own damn thing in the movie like Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, one, two, and three is kind of like, well, part one and two are very disconnected, only connection being Freddy and the house. But, you Mm -hmm. know, one and three make sense together. But again, one, two, and three kind of all fit together in like a, you know, this quiet little thing that happened on this little street, you know, in Springwood. 
And then by part three, we kind of see it's a little bit bigger. By part four, it opens it up a little bit more. And where we kind of have our, our new little like uh, duo of movies with four and five, where they kind of are direct continuations of one another with only taking elements of the previous films, but still being in line with the mythology of the movie. You can make a sequel and still acknowledge all that came before it without erasing it and just add to the mythology. Friday the 13th did it wonderfully as well. They made Jason a fucking zombie by the time we got to fucking part mm-hmm. six and it still worked. Exactly. And like I said, I said already, even in this episode and a thousand times before, even when they did the reboot, they were respectful enough to not just completely destroy everything so that, yeah, I mean, if you squint at it, it could be a sequel. Sure. Why not? Right. You know, and that's why I, and I thought that that was really a really, you know, respectful way to handle it. And I used the word respectful on purpose because I feel like when you make a sequel that just says, yeah, screw all those other sequels, they never happened. Mine's part two to the original. It's really disrespectful and dismissing to the people who made those movies, to the people who acted in those movies, and the people yep. who loved those movies and who spent money on those movies to just be like, yeah, fuck that shit. It doesn't exist. Like, screw yeah. you, bro. Like, that that's so rude, you know? <laughs> it's just and, rude. See, and here's the thing. Like, I, I do appreciate what they're doing in uh, the superhero franchises, both with, you know, DC and Marvel I appreciate the fact that they're now playing with alternate universes and timelines because they can now say like, yeah, all those movies you like that, that still happened. That just happened in a different universe. Like it still happened and we can, we can visit that universe occasionally, but you now allow all these brand new stories while still acknowledging everything that came before it, including going so far as to acknowledge the fucking Netflix Marvel shows. Like now that they're being brought over to Disney, you know, everybody's speculating, wait, is that going to be its own little universe? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all makes sense yeah. connectively. Like, all of them kind of connect together. We're not just saying, fuck it, that never happened. And with DC, they're not over there being like, yeah, the Joel Schumacher Batman's never happened. They're they're not doing that. They're just like, yeah, those happened. That's just another universe. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that's right. cool. That's much, it's really cool. It's really fun. It's really cool for the fans. Like, people get so excited about the movies now especially after you've had you know dozens of marvel movies and tons of like reboots of like spider-man over and over again or whatever batman over and over again to then be like well yeah like now we're just going to take all of our toys and put them in this in the sandbox together is you get people excited about the franchise that they had you know kind of gotten bored with or maybe they had they had, they had just had some fatigue with like all of the movies and all the crossovers right. and now you just get to go back and like i personally i've talked about my like marvel fatigue and now i'm like i got super excited about the new spider-man movie and like the new you know uh, sort of dimension hopping alternate multiverse, you know, uh, possibilities that are coming up. I'm more jazzed about superhero movies than I have been in a real long time. Same. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I want to say one more thing too, about comics before we, you know, we kind of wrap this up is one of the things I liked, uh, I liked about DC comics that unfortunately doesn't exist. One of my favorite things that DC comics ever did. One of the, my favorite things that Grant Morrison, the writer ever did um, as a, as a comic book scripter was they introduced the concept of hyper time. And it always bummed me that DC decided to just scrap that in lieu of going back to like having multiverses. Cause it kind of serves the same purpose. But the cool thing about the concept of hyper time, it was, it was this con- conceit that Grant Morrison came up with that said, look, everything happened. 
right? DC Comics mm-hmm. have been around since the 30s. There's, they had the Golden Age and the Silver Age and the Bronze Age and the Dark Age, and they've been they've been rebooted and changed. And there's a thousand Green Lanterns, and you know there's been several different Supermans and Earth One and Earth Two, and you know blah blah blah. And we've had all these different crises, crossovers, and multiverses to try to figure it out. And you know they, every ten years they got to reboot the continuity because it gets messy. But Graham Morrison was like, no, no, like the idea of hypertime is that it just everything just happened. You just act like everything happened and you just go with it because, you know, they pointed out something that was really, you know, really in in your face the whole time, which is that comic books already follow this like sliding time scale. Right. Like Peter Parker, Spider-Man has been in his 20s or maybe his early 30s for decades. He was a teenager for decades, you know, it's like (laughs) the characters don't ever seem to age because you don't want to see Peter Parker become an old man and retire. I mean, I do. I think that's a more interesting story to tell in real time. But like in general, people want their beloved character to be around forever, to be the same character that they read about as an adult that they read about when they were a kid. So they already have this sliding time scale. That's just an accepted rule in superhero comics. And everyone just kind of like looks the other way and it's very hand wavy, you know? Right. (laughs) And, and, and you, and they get, it gets really tricky when you start talking about, you know, uh, specific like chronological references to things like Punisher being in Vietnam, you know, for example, or like the X-Men uh, and the Fantastic Four having ties to like the space race, you know, in the early 60s. But it's like everyone just goes along with that. But when you take that same concept and you just extrapolate it to like, yeah, just kind of hand wavy everything. And just, you know, if it happened in a comic book, it happened. You know, if you want to tell a cool story about how, you know, there's two different Batmans, boom, now you have a great story you can tell. But to just wave it all away and pretend it didn't happen, it's just like I said, it's disrespectful. Agreed. Totally agreed. So it's frustrating. <laughs> we started talking about movie titles, uh, and unfortunately, we're running short on time. But I, we we ended up going off in a different direction. And like I said, we probably should have another episode where we just talk about sequel tropes and you know things that just frustrate us that are just seem so dumb, guys. <laughs> right. Oh but man. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that the 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 final nail in the coffin on on this title thing is just. You know, keep it simple enough where it's easy to organize. Put a number, name it whatever the fuck you want. You know, Halloween, Requiem, Revelation, The Revenge. I don't give a damn. But if there's a 10 in there, I'm happy. <laughs> you know, like if you put a number in there, okay. And it doesn't have to be in the theater, but when it comes to home video, give me a number. You know, it's just, it's easier to follow. It looks better on a shelf. That's that's really my my main complaint. And like I said, if you're sequelizing something, don't give it the same fucking title as the movie you're sequelizing. That just drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And you know what? If Hollywood is just really trying to make a dollar because they're a business or, you know, a a bunch of businesses like I get it. You're trying to make a buck and get as many butts in the seats as you can. But don't forget about your back catalog. And that's exactly what you're saying is put numbers on the spines, you know, give people a guide that makes it easy. You know, and heck, with the streaming video, this is the perfect solution. Go into the Disney Plus app and it just has here's the Marvel Marvel Universe and put them in the order with numbers. Number one, Iron Man, you know, or number one, Captain Marvel, whichever you want to pick and just go. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the same way that like, you know, Star Wars has given you like the episode numbers, but there's also there's also other like alternate ways to watch it, you know, release the release order, the chronological order, you know, whatever. I think right. that there's a way 
because then you make more money and you get more people who love your properties because you're allowing them to embrace. Like I would love to go back and watch, you know, someday watch all the Hellraiser movies, but I don't want it to be annoying. You know, like (laughs) it's it's supposed to be fun. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And, and, And that's, that's the other thing is like trying to watch them in chronological order with any franchise gets extremely difficult when you start forgetting, like chopping out chunks, like, like you were saying, like, saying this is now a sequel to this or this is a prequel to this, but only to this part and forget about the rest. You you now have to like watch it either in the order of release and nothing will make sense <laughs> or you have to watch it um, in, in the chronological order and you can't watch the entire franchise then. So it's just stop fucking with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, and it, and it begs the question of like, how many Halloween movies are there? Are there two? You know, based on like, you know, current right. continuity or three, I guess. Right. Or is are there like a dozen, you know, whatever. I don't have the numbers yeah. in front of me, but like that's the whole point. Like if I was a Hollywood studio, I would want to sell somebody like a dozen movies instead of three. You know, right. <laughs> like that's just me. But Absolutely. And, and, anyway, that's a good place. That's a good place to stop it. Um, we'll have, we might have to do a sequel to this episode. You know, it'll be like rental <laughs> rent, like, you know, uh, the title fight, the return. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh, man. So, uh, Mike, we have the Red Pantheon Art Collective um, at redpantheon.com and all over the socials at Red Pantheon where people can go and check out uh, artists, podcasts, photographers, musicians, you name it. Um, I have my Comics Boost project on there. Raised by Rentals is a part of that project. What about you, Mike? What else you got in the Red Pantheon? Oh, we have uh, The Boogeyman's Closet, our weekly horror movie review uh, podcast, as well as Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash, uh, which is all about toys and basically uh, making fun of stuff. (laughs) So it's just three grown man children bitching about random things. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like change. Maybe it's not the Red Pantheon. Maybe it's like the the old curmudgeon network. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got to get some more young blood in there. You kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> I also did want to give a shout out uh, for the Horrified Chicken. It's another uh, awesome podcast on the Red Pantheon network. Uh, Sean and Nicole, the, the hosts, are really freaking funny. Um, I've been enjoying their podcast uh, since before I started The Boogeyman's Closet and I, I highly recommend it. If you like horror movies, you like funny banter, definitely check them out at thehorrifiedchicken.com or hor- the Horrified Chicken podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, also, Nicole is an amazing artist. Uh, you can check her out at mealymonsterland.com or mealymonsterland on the social. She does amazing sculptures. So definitely check those out. Um, and of course, Sean does a bunch of other podcasts, but we will mention some of those in upcoming episodes. Definitely. And you can check out some more of those podcasts at alldutchpods.com. There it is. Okay, great. With that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I haven't mentioned in a while that you can check us out at Raised by Rentals on all the social medias as well. Come give us a rating, give us a comment, give us some feedback. Tell us, you know, what movie we should try to brainstorm, improv, improve next time, or what topics we should bitch about for a while. So uh, with that, I'm Josh. I'm Mike. And we have to return some videotapes. Raised by Rentals is a member of the Rad Pantheon Network. Visit radpantheon.com to support Rad Stuff. The theme music is Forbidden Fruit by Velvet Bethany. You can purchase music and learn more at velvetbethany.com.
That is the worst title I've ever heard. 